Hello and welcome to QSC Play Out Loud, The Collective. This is me, Sanjay Sukumar, your host. In case you haven't listened to our previous episodes, then please do check it out after listening to this. Uh, so we are back in action with our touch mix sessions. Uh, as you know from the previous episode, uh, we weren't able to do, to do a touch mix session as we had uh, Niranjan Shivaraman on the show. He's from Audio Academy. He's an audio engineer, and uh, we were discussing about his various different, quite interesting experiences with the different bands that he has worked with. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go hit the play button right after this. Today in session, we have with us the Shubham Roy Collective. So we just got done recording their single track called Cherapunji. It was interesting to see uh, the three of them actually going at it. In studio with us, we have, of course, Shubham. He's the vocalist and he plays the acoustic guitar along with a lot of chord voicings. Um, Ritwik plays uh, the acoustic as well and plays the rhythm section. And Sid, there's a whole bunch of things uh, <laughs> where he plays a whole bunch of uh, quite interesting instruments, uh, the names of which I'm not too sure of also. We'll have him say those uh, a little later. So hey guys, how's it going? What's up? Hello, what's, what's up? up? <laughs> <laughs> Very good to have you guys in here. Uh, what did you think of the recording? How did it go? It was like a jam, right? Yeah. Uh, it was like any Very other jam intimate. session that we would have. And it was awesome that we vibe so well. It yeah. actually is. Um, how long have you guys uh, been together and how long have you guys been doing this? I think uh, I was introduced to Ritwik in 2016. And prior to that, I think I witnessed one of his gigs with uh, Atma and I was I was instantly blown away. Like I wanted to know who is this guy and I have to, you know, have him on board. So, I mean, how does uh, the whole collective thing work, essentially? Yeah. So, uh, we are not a band. We are like a bunch of musicians, you know, who, who come together and we just jam. Every individual has a particular vibe. We just vibe with it. Like, yeah. there, there are different elements that is, uh, uh, you know, that is put across and uh, we sort of exchange those uh, vibes and we uh, sort of inculcate those elements in our composition and yeah, we just go with the flow yeah for me actually it's been uh, it's been a journey because you know I, I i met shubham in a completely different time of my life and i met ritvik you know later on because uh, uh, i met ritvik through shubham and i met shubham through my other friends so it's it's just about meeting people and kind of opening up and exploring your your musicality i guess so that's how we kind of came together. So I feel it's it's more of destiny than any kind of plan that we have to work together or that's something beautiful. like that. But uh, yeah, it feels really good and uh, it feels awesome actually. <laughs> True. As a collective, uh, has it been the three or four y'all through and through? First of all, how long has uh, the collective been going on for? Uh, so the collective started uh, in the year 2016 at uh, the Humming Tree. Uh, we... Uh, we did a backdoors event. I mean, I don't know if the backdoors event is still on, but uh, that's how we started. Like, well, uh, did, did the backdoors event happen at Humming Tree? Yeah. Well, Humming Tree doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, <so>. true. Essentially. That gave birth to uh, the collective and yeah, slowly grew and like, uh, so there are a lot of other musicians who come on board as in when like we do, uh, uh, you know, we do more elaborate acts. So we go from a three-piece acoustic to a, a seven-piece uh, band act. That's uh, crazy. As I mean, when how, how is it that you maintain uh, consistency of uh, the music that you play when you have 
a whole bunch of other session musicians who you may not be you know too accustomed or they might not be too uh-huh. accustomed to syncing in with you guys so they're not session musicians actually all, all the musicians sort of like they they're sort of aware of what the music is all about mm-hmm. like they're sort of familiar with the with, the, the with the sound of the band yeah so as and when they come and they jam they already know what the song is all about that which is why they're there in the first yeah. place right that that makes sense so from a three piece all the way to a seven piece so depending on what do you actually go yeah. up to a seven piece like full fledged like stage full kind of a situation so where is how, what kind of a situation demands that it, it depends on the kind of stage we are playing uh it also depend it it also sort of depends on what the requirement is sometimes uh like the organizers they probably reach out to us and they're like okay like how elaborate is your band and we want uh, a big sound yeah we need a huge sound a more larger than life sort of a sort of an act that is when we like we think like you know it's time to get the you more know it's time to yeah <laughs> so what sort of. uh, kinds of musicians do you guys get on, i mean rather what kind of instruments or sounds do you guys uh, get on board to play with y'all we try to use a lot a lot of earthy instruments uh said here please uh uh udu you know you know name the instrument that yeah, you know? so uh, i i've incorporated udu the sound of udu uh, it's a, it's a it's a clay pot uh, instrument uh, i also play the morsing uh, if the song requires it i play the kanjira i i usually play the kahan and a lot of other percussion instruments that that that's the song might require because you know the the sound that we have is like especially subham has such an amazing voice you know uh, his true. voice is so good that you know uh, his voice itself does so much uh, kind of fills up the song right and uh, we just have to you know bring in our own elements and it always somehow works out it's not like something that we plan to do or something uh, everyone bring bring in their own elements and uh, it just you know it becomes like a puzzle that kind of just all comes together, together exactly that's actually a beautiful <laughs> That's a beautiful way of putting it, man. What were what were the different instruments that you were playing today? Um, you know, for Charapunji. Um, today I actually played the udu, uh, and I also uh, I added a foot tambourine, you know, just to keep the the, the rhythm going. And uh, there's also this thing called the gedge, right? We call it in in Kannada. It's called gedge. So they usually uh, pl- use that in Bharatnatyam. You know, uh, they put it around their uh, ankles. It's like a is a is a, is a pile yeah, like a gu- yeah, exactly gunguru. right uh, okay. so uh, i i use that as well because you know these are again very uh, it 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 goes down to your roots you know uh, these 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 sounds uh, they it just adds so much uh, so much more depth to the to the to the piece of music yeah and yeah. essentially i mean you were uh, i think when i counted you were playing three instruments today in total yes. right the clay pot it's called the udu u d u yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, being my favorite because um, Well, just just the way you were playing it uh it had it's 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 quite quite a diverse instrument in its own way because you made so many different uh sounds from it it was it was a absolute pleasure it's, to watch it's it's super fun playing it actually because uh that that's what actually got me wanting to play it because i saw it on youtube someone playing it and i was like man this looks so cool and i started doing my research on where it's available because i had to get my hands on one of them where was it available uh, i got it through uh, 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 a music store in in bangalore and i got it shipped home uh, i came to know that it's actually a, an african instrument and where, where when did you pick up the instrument though i picked up the instrument around i think 5 6 years back uh, it's it's mainly for me i i'm very curious when it comes to music especially because curiosity is what kind of you know uh, 
yeah it broadens your vision right you know uh, yeah. especially like uh, to give you an example i also play the morsing right morsing is something that i had never imagined myself play but uh, for one of my birthday gifts you know my cousin brother just gifted it to me and i actually had no clue how to play it but i started seeing youtube videos and you know kind of understood how it is played and i play the morsing and you know i'm able to add that as well uh, to the band from my side so it's again curiosity to want to check out how this instrument is how can he play it how can i use it so yeah. before uh, we actually started the session uh, we, we were talking about how we can find music or we can find sounds or melody in almost every single aspect of our lives it's just it depends uh, it depends on us on whether we're able to acknowledge it and you know actually bring it out because we are so used to seeing music coming out of the most conventional type of instruments so when i see you guys playing uh, you know it kind of goes out out of that convention and it is truly refreshing seriously it's some sometimes we just have to listen because uh, many people don't listen you know it's so busy right now every there's so much noise happening everywhere internal thoughts and externally so much noise happening but if you actually just sit and listen to uh, what the universe or you know what 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 the surroundings has to offer to us it's actually very musical there's a rhythm everywhere uh, there is melody everywhere and there's a lot of emotion to it as well and uh, i just we just have to listen more than you know think too much or talk more but just listen uh, that's something that's really helped me uh, with my music i think that requires a fair amount of discipline to be able to do something like that ritik why are you so quiet man um, let me bring you into the let me bring you into this conversation what are you checking your instagram or what i'm just uh, awkward on interviews <laughs> okay then let me um, make you not so awkward tell me a little bit about yourself tell me uh, how it is that you actually got into the band or rather even got into music man and music was a long time ago my i think i was 5 <laughs> and my dad just said it is time and i got into into music lessons i wanted to be a drummer but was your dad a musician too uh he plays the western classical violin so that's, that's there's always been yeah music's been around the house all the time and he kind of got me into learning it and pushed me a lot uh when i was 13 i started with piano lessons as well uh yeah and i mean i moved to bangalore 10 years ago and w- with i think i always knew that i wanted to be a musician i had that planned <laughs> right from when i moved i told my parents it was for college but it was not <laughs> <laughs> evidently and uh yeah then shubham uh, one of our bandmates actually uh introduced me to shubham he said we need a guitarist and i think it'll be great if you can come in i said okay cool can you tell me what songs are going to be played he said no he <laughs> 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 said i don't know yet that's <laughs> a surprise so we kind of decided the the setlist at rehearsal and it was quite a harrowing experience for me because i had to be like attentive all the time i had to pay attention to each chord change that shubham was doing but it ended up yeah quite fun and yeah. yeah it's been going on that way for the last 5 years <laughs> probably it uh, helped you adapt and probably even become a more versatile musician at the yeah for sure i mean he's an ace when it comes to playing any stringed instrument so i think even i had to sort of be on my toes when i knew that you know rithvik was watching me play <laughs> he's got a very good sound for music you know like uh, we, we we always feel like if rithvik is with us with us in the room uh we can always get some kind of a uh, you know constructive criticism not like oh you're playing this way or something like that he would always it would be constructive because we would take that feedback and it would make us better musicians 
So I would like to thank Ritwik for that. These guys are too kind. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I think you need someone like that on your yeah. team, right? Yeah, very much. <clears throat> so, I mean, uh, Ritwik, from what I understand, you do multiple things apart from just playing as a member yeah. of the collective. You also do other things for it, right? So do you want to shed some light on that? Yeah, so I've always been a nerd about stuff in general, academically, musically. And as an extension of that nerdiness, I kind of got into production and mixing and mastering. So Shubham has started coming to me with his songs so I could help him arrange them, work on the production, that kind of stuff. And that's been a lot of fun because when you're working with a guy whose voice is that huge, uh, it's great in one way, in the sense that you don't need to do much. Uh, it's a nightmare in another sense because you can't really do much around it. <laughs> <laughs> Without it, without it sounding really crowded, and crowded is not what goes on in my head. My head generally has very minimalistic, very breathy, flowy arrangements in them. So, in a, in a way that the bigness of his voice kind of fits in very nicely. So, working with him on arrangements is is it's been fun. It's been fun, and I got to do a lot of my learning uh, by sitting with him as well. So, it's been a great experience so far. And that's it's quite touching, dude. <laughs> so uh, I know I know what you're talking about because uh, when when you guys just started playing, uh, I I heard Shubham's voice. The way he started, which was quite mellow and soothing. And after that, when he when he actually picked up, I'm like, whoa, that's that's a really 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 powerful voice. And I'm sure he wasn't even like you know uh, maxing it out. Um, but the word you used, uh, crowded. So what is the difference between it being crowded or it probably overpowering one another to it actually going in parallel to one another and sounding harmonious. Yeah, so generally as human beings, I mean, if you look at it from a listener's point of view, at any point of time, we're generally listening and paying attention to one thing. Uh, and I like that fact because that just, just means that everything else is kind of background noise. Uh, if you have something that's really crowded, in order for everything to be audible, you'll have to push everything up. And that way, you know, nothing has priority. Everything sounds like a bit of a hodgepodge and it's a bit hazy. Uh, I envision it like you're losing signal on a cable TV when you get the black and white dots that are just running around everywhere. Okay. Uh, if that sound had a look that would be that look to me <laughs> static static <laughs> yeah this is just the static yeah and but if you do have minimal arrangements you are very clear about what you're prior prioritizing in the mix you know exactly what you want the listener to hear you uh, know exactly what they're going to be focusing on and then you make the other elements kind of sit behind that and support that that to me makes a lot more sense and you don't really need a lot to do that maybe like two or three layers max because we can only listen to and focus on so many things at one point of time without it getting completely exhausting for us that is if you're actually paying attention yeah right, to actually what is being played uh, yeah yeah pretty much it's it's really difficult <laughs> it's really difficult like generally we focus on the vocals we have a rough idea of what the drum groove is and maybe the bass line max but if on a single listen, someone can tell what more than three elements sound like, they're, they are truly superhuman. <laughs> Probably in a meditative state, yeah. like all the time. They've unlocked some secret that uh, <laughs> they need to share with us right now. 
Okay, so finally I'm going to pull in the man uh, Shubham into the conversation because he's been relatively silent as well. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've just been listening to so all the kind yeah. words being spoken. Yep. <laughs> so Shubham, um let me bring you in on this. I want you to tell me how exactly you got into this because you told me that you weren't always into music. I picked up music from my mom and granny. Like I was never into that uh, you know conventional vocal lessons uh like how kids are put into music school when they're 3 and 4 and they learn like lessons from grade 1 to grade 10 so it never started uh, for me in that tone uh, i picked up kirtans and bhajans from my mom granny like i used to play the small cymbal like instruments they call the kartal like just to are those the, f- the finger cymbals i think so like okay. you wrap the knot in your uh, finger and then you just give the beat like to keep a hey yeah it's called kartal or khanjani and uh, like i think i used to scream a lot back as a kid and like like just to you know sort of match up to their tone and that is how i i think i developed that uh, vocals like it's very open like i i have a uh, like i have trouble controlling my vocals so i i always feel that you know i have this tendency to like throw my vocals more and that's what kirtanis they do like they just go all out loud even if there is no microphone uh in front of them like they're pretty much uh, audible uh so that's how it started they uh, my mom and granny they saw saw musical potential in me they put me in a music school um uh, i did hindustani uh, and other schools of uh, music but then later i think i got bored and i was kicked out of the music school <laughs> and then it came to a standstill like i took up sports for some time i used to play a lot of badminton and uh, back in my higher secondary i played a lot of badminton again uh, when i was in second year college my badminton kit got stolen and then a friend of mine she uh, walked up to me and she was like i heard you can play the guitar and that's exactly when i just learned three chords so i thought like i can play a million songs so yeah why not like give it a try okay what is this one song that you're going to play so she she was going to sing a ravindra sangeet and then i thought like you know i can help her uh, a bit here and there and then like that sort of became a huge fan following for me in college i was like okay i've not even sing like i've not even sung two lines and i see a huge following people are like actually asking me to sing a lot of popular songs and then like i started picking up songs i i think i performed in dino back in college and that's how the stage performances sort of uh picked up for me uh my teachers were also like very supportive like they didn't mind me bunking my classes and doing music so <laughs> i was i was like okay that's a good way to you know sort of build a reputation and uh you fast forward 3 years i meet a friend shiny she, she she was also a childhood friend of mine uh i was writing a lot of tunes but then like those tunes had no lyrics and she comes from a family uh, who are like writers her dad is a, a writer her brother is a script writer she was also into writing poems she was like okay fine i can help you write lyrics and that's how we slowly like we started uh, composing our own songs so there's a lot of creative intellect coming from that yeah. side Okay, but I mean, um, 
so you are from uh, West Bengal? No, uh, Shillong, born and brought up. Okay, cool. So I mean, there's there's a lot of music coming on. Yeah. There's a lot of not only music, but just a whole lot of creative content coming out of there. I would say. In yeah, terms, actually, in terms of music and literature. It's the rock capital city. Yes. Right. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. out there every kid they know how to play three chords. C F G and yeah. Out there like the guitars are very cheap. Like I got my first guitar for what? Thirteen hundred bucks. And it was a decent guitar. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean uh I, I can see where it's coming from. Today we heard the song Chorapunji. And uh well, officially, I haven't seen a, a single of the song officially released by you guys. We're still working on it. Like this will be um, this will be one of the songs in the EP. It'll probably be out by uh, this year end, hopefully. It's gonna be a four-song EP, and uh, Chirapunji is going to be one of them. Right. Uh, so this song was created. When was the song originally composed, though? Because uh, I I heard a. Um, this is when yeah. Uh, you you were do, you were doing a Red FM uh, interview and sure. that is when you sang it right, and I think once more again uh, in Bangalore somewhere. Uh yes, I've done a sofa session also, but that wasn't documented. Oh, <laughs> so only the people who are actually there were blessed enough to actually listen to it for that one time. But yeah, so I'm glad we actually got to listen to it because um, from what I heard from that uh, small uh, interview from Red FM. It is one of my most favorite songs after uh, Anki, of course. That being uh, one of uh, your most preferred songs by everybody else. Is that is that correct? Correct. No, that was the first song uh, we composed. Yeah. And that was done in like two hours. Like I had the tune, Shiny had the words and boom. To us, we had the song ready. And like now, like we have to struggle with the structure <laughs> and like month like it's it's i don't know it's very uh i mean the timeline is really weird like sometimes it just happens overnight and sometimes it takes years for example kaise kahu is another song i the lyrics came first and then the tune came later and we took a cumulative of four years to complete that song is it something like a writer's block like a musician's block is that yeah that is? happens like sometimes i have to drive myself into depression just to make sure that i get the tone of the song right oh my god it's <laughs> one of those things <laughs> he's a he's a method singer Meth- exactly <laughs> method singer <clears throat> like fully falling into character types yeah, because i tried that like sometimes my vocals is in shape but then my mood is not in the right place so i actually have to think dark to get the mood of the song right That's yeah great. but i think sometimes when it comes to like creating new stuff uh-huh. you you also have this thing that it shouldn't be something like you've done before you know right, so that right. that itself is like a limitation that we create Correct. so we we'll, we try to think outside the box or you try to you know create new things so maybe that could be the reason why you know it, it might have delayed more right. than and, the previous song and every song, song is a back story like exactly. there is something yeah. to that song so you bring elements of that yeah. into it because one of the questions that I actually want to ask you is where all this amazing gorgeous creativity comes from uh, so where else do you draw in your inspiration from because uh, this is this is a question that I ask almost all the musicians and almost all the bands that we've had on the show till now and uh, well yeah they give me their renditions of it I want to hear from you guys uh, collectively where do you guys draw your inspirations from now, let's start let's start with you Shubham from everything around me actually like it's like 
being who I am. It's just realizing the fact that you know I am here, and uh, I have a purpose in life. So that gives me a lot of inspiration. Like I want to leave behind uh, something meaningful uh, outside of m- money. Of course, like I don't have much of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and that's how Chirapunji uh, came into being. Like I remember, like uh, being far away from home, and like I was really missing the monsoon of Shillong. And Shiny is also uh, a Shillong identity. So we thought, like, why not write something about the rains in Shillong? And so I was gonna ask you why uh, Chirapunji in particular, but of course now it makes complete sense. Yeah, <laughs> and it is just one of those uh, parts of our great nation that is uh, pristine, you know, relatively untouched. And uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't been there, but uh, I've just seen pictures of it on Instagram and Pinterest and all, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> gotta be there at least once in my life. I have not explored the northeast of this vast, vast nation that we actually have. What is Chirapunji like? And what what is so beautiful about it that made you want to create actually, a tribute song? I can't song put it into it. words. It's a feeling like, the first raindrop and then like the clear blue sky it's like fresh air and like wait but you guys are getting rainfall there like all the time right yeah but that's like these are uh, rainfalls which does not clog the rain it's like it's like you you just want to go stand out in the rain and like just feel it and I can't put it into words. I, I'm, I'm you have put it into words, man. <laughs> you put it into beautiful words. I'm, I'm not from the northeast, but I am from the east, and uh, I can second him on that. The, the rain over there just somehow hits different. <laughs> it's very different from the rain over here. Yeah, well, it's, here it's a whole the rain just brings down all the city dust upon us. <laughs> <laughs> No, even you know, I'm from a I'm from a metro city. I I was born and brought up in Calcutta, but even when the like the Kalbaisaki winds came in and the storm comes in, it's just a very unique feeling. I haven't experienced that in Bangalore ever. <laughs> it's only it's only when I go back home and it rains there. I don't know. It just feels completely different. It's its own thing. You might have seen one of those videos go viral where there's this guy standing in the rain and there's a Michael Jackson song uh, playing in the background. I don't know if you guys have seen that video. He was just standing there with his like shirt rolling out and like, <laughs> it was the vibe was completely different. <laughs> so I resonated with that guy. Like I used to do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sid, uh, where where do you draw your uh, musical inspiration from? I think for me, um, it's it's just being in real time, being in the present, uh, not uh, not really uh, overthinking too much about anything. Uh, I'm I'm really passionate about music, and uh, that's that's a, it's it's a part of my identity. And uh, you know, meeting new uh, meeting different musicians, and you know, learning from them, uh, uh, definitely incorporating what they have to offer and uh, what I can bring to the table because. You know, uh, I'm I'm on I'm in my own race. Like I'm on my own track. I, I don't compare myself to anybody or something like that. So that kind of makes me feel very light. That there's always room for learning, always room to explore uh, myself. And uh, I'm I'm one with nature always. I really love nature and uh, what nature and the universe has to offer. You know, abundance of there's so much of abundance uh, everywhere. So I think uh, uh, being being very uh, present and being mindful with what we are doing on a daily basis is actually 
the main inspiration to whatever i do not just music i think when you have that mindset then that basically allows you to not let yourself get to a point where i cannot grow past this level exactly. you know where you hit a ceiling exactly so you no, have that I, mindset i don't i don't feel that way at all uh, when you start thinking that way it just you're pressurizing yourself it becomes a very stressful life and you know music is not about stress you know music is something completely opposite to that yes uh, that's exactly and, uh, what it is yeah i i i get inspiration by just being right so be, just being and you know uh, collaborating with more people is something that inspires me like other musicians definitely inspire me because they ha- they have their own journey i have my own but uh, you know somewhere when we meet i always think that it's it is destiny right for me i i believe in a lot of karma and destiny and all of that so uh, that's how even this podcast is happening right now because we we it's destiny that actually brought us together man that's crazy dude you just uh, just added like a whole lot of purpose you know for me to actually be here and have the privilege yeah, of interviewing yeah. you guys rithvik let's move on to you i mean i've got two answers for this i am generally better at responding than starting a conversation so like i was really silent till you asked me something yeah. uh, so once i know what the topic of conversation is going to be i'm i'm good at speaking about that so in a in a very similar sense if someone does have a musical idea i know where to go with that and that's how it's worked in my writing process for whoever i work with uh so that's been pretty convenient i don't know how it happens but it just does uh but having said and that's the that's majority of what i do but having said that i do have these uh the second part to my answer i have these moments where i uh, do come up with original ideas of my own and uh, that kind of comes from moods it really comes from moods i associate uh, harmony with moods i associate rhythms with moods and uh a lot of the time i think if i had to attach a chord to how i feel right now which chord would it be <laughs> uh and yeah and sometimes it, it just it just comes to me inspiration does strike at the randomest of moments if that is even a word but uh, it, it it happens so aside from that it's mainly been me reacting to someone else's stimulus sometimes you think that the influence that comes in is just like like hot air or do you think that oh my god this is actually a surge of brilliance and you know i have to like pen it down or i i have to think it and play it out loud right away otherwise i might forget it or something like that uh so that happens all the time i there i actually just record a bunch of small riff ideas or groove ideas and i've kept them in my computer i don't know when i might need to use it <laughs> so uh, we've written songs uh from ideas that are half a decade old you just don't know when you're going to use it every idea is a good idea it just depends on context there is no such thing as a bad idea that's correct very uh, true yeah like master ugwe said there are no accidents <laughs> yeah there are no accidents so um so i have you pinned down here as a guitarist um guy who plays synth backing vocals sync master and production those are the different tags that come under your name yeah so <laughs> it's obviously not just a musician's take uh like i said you were doing a whole lot of other things also but that like you said is just because uh you're the kind of guy who's really really inquisitive and wants to get down to the the root of the problem or to the solution yeah. of a problem that may exist yeah i've always 
had uh, i mean my parents still tell me that from to this day that when i was a right from when i was a kid my most frequently asked question was why what happens <laughs> and that that's kind of gone on and music has always been enough to occupy all my time but that question has still been going on in my head and in that's in in my journey to answer that question to myself i've kind of explored a whole bunch of things and i'm learning a lot every day um heavily involved in just learning what frequencies do and it's kind of weird because music is basically air that moves in a certain way that makes simple mathematical ratios and that moves us in so many different ways creates so many chemical reactions in our bodies and uh it's strange how that connection works so i don't think i'll ever finish exploring it but <laughs> i'll always be educating myself about it and if i do educate myself about it i am more than happy to share that information with everyone else so if someone does come up to me and you know if shubham or said or any of my friends just come up to me and say okay how does how would do you think this would work or how do you think that would work i like having conversations about it and discussing it you never know someone else might have learned something uh about an aspect of what you're looking into that you haven't yet and oh. that might just help you out in the most unexpected of ways so there's there's always that process of gaining knowledge even though it's called trading information dude i'm <laughs> we, gaining we knowledge right now just listening to you like even shubham is like nodding in his his head <laughs> he's like oh my god <laughs> this guy's more knowledgeable than i thought he was <laughs> okay no no no, no. no i always knew like I, i always keep telling my friends like if you have to be around rithvik you have to have this uh, virtual bucket because he keeps raining knowledge and you have to be like <laughs> catch it from pick it all up yeah Do you think you also play for a band called Pineapple Express, right? Yes, that is my baby. <laughs> nice. I mean, that is my bandmate's baby, so he's he's like the dad, but I'm a very proud uncle. <laughs> <laughs> we were listening me and Amit. <laughs> we were listening to it on the way over here, like uh sending it on the way to the QSC office. Uh what genre does it fall under? We don't really care to be honest. We just we just write whatever comes to mind it i mean you can call it fusion uh it is and, fusion and a lot of it right. has a few elements of, of prog and a little bit of metal and rock so uh but of course you'll find a lot of electronic elements and indian stuff lots of carnatic influences so yeah it's it's very shapeless <laughs> like water yes <laughs> like bruce lee would say <laughs> bruce yeah. lee said it i'm quoting a lot of kung fu people right yeah. <laughs> bruce lee and ugwe <laughs> uh so the the song anki which is uh, by far your most famous song um so it's a song that came up like years ago like you said i think 2013 True. is when you composed it 2011 or 12 2011 and 12 yet the official music video for it released this jan Right? We did a jam video in the year 2013 which was aired on MTV Roots. Like okay. it was like recorded in a jam room, one take and that's all. <laughs> with so, a with a Canon point and shoot uh, camera and a halogen which was like burning our faces. So oh <laughs> yeah, that that was our official video then. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good memory to attach to it. But how come uh, how come it took you 8 um, years before it actually came out as a proper single with a video and everything I always wanted to make sure that you know it sounded how I imagined it in my head and uh, Rithvik sort of uh, hacked into that 
sort of imagination because like we were always playing this song live and uh, you know like i i always knew that you know rithvik would sort of do justice to this song and like i walked up, like i and uh, the recording happened uh, over a conversation it was like yeah let's you know record this song today and uh, i was there with my guitar and like we sort of uh, recorded the scratch at his uh, i mean in his bedroom and then uh, it sort of you know progressed from there so yeah yeah i mean it's <laughs> like it's like you were holding back on everyone by you know not putting it out there for people to actually listen to uh what are the different platforms um that uh, the, the band can be found on right now i think uh i mean you can find us on on spotify apple music uh napster iheart radio you name it we are there youtube <laughs> youtube <laughs> yeah youtube yeah you say napster <laughs> yeah. i don't know why I say youtube that. you can even see <laughs> us no, because like when you are uh, sort of distributing it through distrokid they give you a list of names and i, I don't know those names just popped out just one yes, of those so uh, ag- aggregator aggregator websites yeah right uh so give me a couple of instances of um, live gigs that you guys have done recently rithvik go for it <laughs> i'm i'm a i'm the wrong guy to answer this question cuz i've been i played the least number of shows amongst the three of us sit and sit actually and uh, uh, i i would like to answer that because you know for uh, for us you know the lockdown was like for everybody not only for us for everybody you know, yes. all over the world the lockdown was quite a traumatic experience you know something that you know we had to re- literally pinch ourselves every morning where we're like is this really happening and that time you know because of the lockdown there were no music events happening at all right we were uh, we were actually wondering if it's ever going to come back you know because that's how serious the situation was but i'm so grateful that you know we were just you know going with the flow and everything kind of uh, unraveled slowly and we started to get you know s- uh, some small gigs here and there we did a few virtual concerts uh, you know front of the green screen it was very new for us you know where we had to look at a you know camera and you know act like it's it's people who we are performing in front of which was itself so you know so so weird and unusual there's a picture of that on your instagram right where you guys yeah. stand in front yes, of the green screen yes yes all oh, right so i th- that's when you know i would be like oh this is how cgi happens you know it's it's so weird for actors to actually you know uh, imagine that this this creature is there and they're giving their dialogues and all of that that itself is like some crazy thing but for us to act like there are, there's an audience in front of us was quite unusual but it was an amazing experience i know the day but uh, thankfully you know the unlocking started to happen and uh, recently we actually opened for uh, lucky ali uh, in uh, ubc city amphitheater march 4th the the experience right the experience uh, there uh, was just mind blowing right it gave it, it we felt really really good to play in front of such a, a big audience and also for the fact that we were opening for you know lucky ali yeah. Yeah. Uh, who who we really enjoy listening to and uh, it was an amazing experience and, and prior to that i think we had our unlocking gig uh, uh, in the month of november like where we performed in fandom and yes like, yes yes, yes. that was a performed for that crowd after so, so long, long felt great like no more virtual uh, highs and hellos and like looking at the screen and exactly. sort of interacting that was a fun gig yeah, yeah. fandom fun fandom gig. gig was fun yeah, usually most of the gigs in fandom are pretty kick ass So uh what's in store for this year now that everything is going back to normal I would say let's not assume but yes let's, let's assume for now that everything's going back to normal now uh, what is what is in store for you guys in this year and in the future near future I think I'm going to take up music full time for the next couple of quarters at least 
and uh, we have uh, our ep produced now it's on the it's on the verge of getting mixed and mastered so once that is done we'll sort of roll it out and then uh, i've also been working with ritwik for couple of my individual projects uh, i think that will also be ready in another one or two months so yeah really really looking forward to this year i mean this year is the year where this year is the year gentlemen this year is the year when <coughs> is the ep scheduled to come out uh by this year end but prior to that like we'll have some single releases okay also. stuff that we have not no, no. heard nobody has heard nothing even i haven't even heard <laughs> yeah like you know, the, <laughs> the lyrics are also like a work in progress yeah. yesterday i was making rhythmic listen to the listen to that track i think i composed it in 2012 but like this is that was going to be my next question something yeah. from the archives from yeah. back in 2010 yeah, shubham just gives me all his old songs <laughs> <laughs> no very old and personal songs like i know those songs have a lot of potential and rithvik is the only one who can do justice to it <laughs> totally these these guys are far too kind <laughs> he's from the justice league yeah man he looks it by the way you guys um i told us niranjan last time also and you guys were talking about how it is just the way air is bending and moving and contorting into different forms which is what is making this noise uh not noise music <laughs> So uh, you guys are airbenders in your yeah. own right. You'll be the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. And also since I mentioned about the EP uh that is sort of getting produced by Arjunal Music, Rohit Gandhi and uh, Anil like they are the primary Prasad. members. Yeah, Anil Prasad. They are they are sort of uh, guys who are really pushing me to you know uh, make sure that it's crisp the ep is sort of crisp and they've also mentored me for a, for a good uh, one year year and a half and before the actual release happens like we personally make sure we are at least listening to the song at least a thousand times so that you know the quality check is in place <laughs> like i do that and like i'll always be pinging with we get the wrong <laughs> you know the wrong as i'll be like 6am in the morning they'll be I'll awake be like, that's the crazy yeah. thing these guys will be awake at that bro i think there is a glitch no that's not glitch <laughs> that's your year <laughs> that has become glitchy <laughs> your year is glitchy <laughs> unfortunately we also have a great bunch of friends who are brilliant musicians and producers and engineers in their own right and they're all you know very accommodating and they're kind enough to give us very honest feedback and very constructive feedback every time there's a song that's there so it's it's never really a process of one person taking care of the entire thing at towards the end of the song when it's being prepared for release it's like a family event almost exactly. <laughs> where everyone comes so in and just takes a listen and says hey dude this is i love this about it do you think maybe you could do this in this section or uh, you know that that's always that's always there and everyone's everyone whom we've reached out to has been super constructive and very helpful with their with their feedback be it yogi be it akash be it uh, yeah any anyone they're all, they're all extremely helpful and they they want the song to sound as best as it possibly can at the end of it when the final product has come out it basically has a piece of you know not only you guys but piece of you know yeah. everything that everyone has done to actually support you all yeah like i said in the beginning like we are a bunch of musicians who come and like who come to a place 
and like we all sort of bring in something to the plate and it's a collective experience they're like a buffet yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> i like the way you guys have put I that down so uh ramos so coming to the end of this uh but before we actually do wrap up um i want to ask you guys uh let's start with you said um i want to ask you guys if you guys want to plug in anything be it yourselves or be it a band that you're playing in uh let's let's start with you said uh so i am uh, i am definitely into music and music is something that i've been into you know since since my childhood and uh, and also i i am actually from a you know from a household of uh, wellness coaches so well wellness and you know nutrition and healthy active lifestyle is something that we practice on a daily basis and uh, we also run communities where we are helping people improve their health and lifestyle through good habits and uh, with the right mindset and all of that so it feels so good that you know uh, it's not like i'm working under any boss or anything like that and it feels that it feels really good it's i feel really free that i can also pursue my music career and i'm also being able to you know help change people's lives so we run a community called fit self mm-hmm. uh, you know where you find your fit self so we you know uh, handle all different dimensions of wellness and uh, it's it's the perfect place for me to be in uh, i f- i feel really good about that Damn, that's very nice. We'll definitely check it out. So you're on Instagram as Synergize with Sid. Yes, yes. Nice. It's a nice handle. Rithvik, anything that you'd like to plug in, man? Uh, check out Shubham stuff. Check out Aki on YouTube. We need more plays on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> check out my band Pineapple Express. That's I I love those guys. They're my closest friends as well. Yeah, and if you guys uh, need something mixed and mastered for relatively cheap, you can hit me up. <laughs> 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 nice. Shubham, besides you are besides the collective, is there anything else that you'd like to plug in, man? Uh yeah, do check out our stuff on Spotify. I mean, Aki's doing like fairly okay in terms of plays, but like we'd really like to have more listeners. And uh yeah, we are really really excited for the QSC session. I mean, uh, the video was pretty interactive and it was seamless. So we are really looking forward to that. we're looking forward to actually having that video out and i am truly looking forward to having the video and the audio out the audio is going to be um in on this episode um right after we sign off and the video uh is going to be up on the global qsc youtube page under the playlist touch mix sessions so if you guys don't know what don't know what touch mix is yet touch mix is our all in one mixer it also acts doubles up as a midi and it's basically what you would want if you just want to quickly plug and play a band with that i'd like to tell you guys uh thank you for being here it was a true pleasure to listen to you guys and to record you all um and yes well thank you for being here guys and yes, i hope thank you thank you so much i wish you guys all the best with the ep and everything thank you everyone for listening to this episode i do truly hope that you enjoyed listening to it As promised this is Charapunji by the Shubham Roy collective enjoy
से तुझे पुकारा किसने बादल बन के छाया है तू दूर से तुझे पुकारा किसने बादल बन के छाया है तू तेरे रंग Sa, 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 sa,